hate that so much. <laughs> okay. So on this episode, it's going to be new and exciting. We have um, a new co-host. Her name is Noelle. I have known her for a while. She's been in my life. Um, honestly, our relationship's really interesting, but we have always been really connected with each other. We've known each other. Um, we've been in contact with each other through, I would say, middle school, high school, mostly in high school. Um, we actually hung out and stuff, but we've always been very uh, close and familiar with each other without having to actually be around each other that much. So it's always been like this interesting dynamic connection that we've had. Um, she's always been just a kind of like keystone person in my life. It's, it's just a really <laughs> interesting relationship we've had, but uh, nonetheless, she is a very amazing person to have as a partner on this podcast. And this episode's really going to be more about her. She's going to introduce her story, um, kind of give some background on what she's going to bring to the podcast, what she has experienced, kind of similar to my introductory video, the very first episode that I ever did. Um, and yeah, welcome, Noelle. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to have you. This is great. I've been thinking about this for the past couple of weeks. Yes, me too. We have definitely, I think it'll be good. Um, everyone else will get some more just, uh, I don't know, good conversations. And I feel like most of the feedback when we posted that we were going to bring you on. We're so excited. It was cool. Yeah. And we were excited. And then a lot of people we knew were like, holy shit, like this is going to yeah. be great. It's fun to see people get excited. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. So I'm going to hit my little uh, lava lamp really quick. Oh, yes. Smoking is allowed on this podcast. Give me some medicine here. All right. Um, yes, let's get started. Start from the beginning. Where, just start timeline. When you were younger, spirituality, where did it tie in? Um, and then we'll move into adolescence where things kind of pick up. But when you're younger, leading into adolescence, how are you? Yeah, as a child, um, I had like some trauma as a child, which is a story for another episode. But um, I think that that trauma really shaped me and really kind of has been consistently something I have to go back and reintegrate, like accepting that into my life. Um, but as a child, I knew that I was different. I felt very special and like very, uh, I don't know, just smart and like interested. I was very interested in being outside, playing with like toys. I didn't spend a lot of time on electronics, which I think that a lot of people from our generation didn't spend that much time with electronics because we grew up like right when transition. Yeah, it was a transitional period. So there was like internet and you did, your parents probably had a computer, but mine was like in the locked cabinet and that sort right. of deal. Um, but yeah, as a child, I just, I think I was, I was felt different from other children. And I think because of my trauma, I did have some cognitive like differences as far as how I developed just as a response to what happened to me. Um, but yeah, that's, basically like as a young child, what I remember, another weird thing about being a young child that I remember is I don't, there's, I have specific memories 
of specific things happening, but they're all very weird and random. And from ages like zero to nine, 10 years old is very hazy. I really don't remember. Yeah, there's, it's like almost weird how much I don't remember, but nonetheless, I think that all of that ties into kind of like my growth spiritually and how I have developed thus far in my life. So yes, I can relate to that hundred percent. I'm the same way, just like random shit. Like I remember when my parents first bought my first dog and then like ran just random days, like just no correlation or like impact on me. It's like, why is this a core memory kind of shit? One that I like, this is like probably one of my first memories that's like positive from when I was young. And I lived in this weird apartment with my mom in the basement of this like place. It was just me and her. And I just remember my two cousins which actually this will tie back in later when I talk a little bit more about my spirituality, my cousin, my one cousin, um, and her older sister, they came and to my birthday and I had a Barbie birthday cake. And it was like, the cake was the bottom, the dress part. mm -hmm. Barbie was stuck in the top as like the topper, but it's very interesting. Yeah. Just those weird memories that you have. Yeah. Just weird, random shit. All right. And then moving into like after that stage so probably like middle school high school um how do you feel like that related and tied into your spiritual experience now looking back into it how did that time of your life kind of shape you and um i know that also led you into um uh your experiment experimentation with psychedelics so cover that kind of thing, uh, how your high school, middle school experience was, how that shaped you, and then how you kind of led into using psychedelics. So around, well, when I was like, I don't know, between fifth grade and eighth grade, I think I was still, you know, just kind of figuring stuff out. I had some really core friends that came into my life at that time that are still in my life now, which is awesome. Um, Being in Spearfish from the age of like, whatever fifth grade is, fifth grade until after high school was super like influential for me to have some people in my life for that long. Like, I don't know the people from Spearfish that are in my life, including you in whatever capacity it may be, have been super influential for me and like taught me a lot. Um, but around eighth grade, I started going to church and, um, like youth group and I would go to summer camp, um, New Boydak summer camp. It's like, Nebraska, Wyoming, Dakota. So that's where the people came from. Yeah. I don't know. But you go to the same church with me? I went to North Point. Okay, no. I thought you went to the I went to the Lutheran, the Lutheran church. I used to go to the youth Lutheran church with like some of my other friends from high school or from middle school. And like, I don't know. I would go to youth group with a lot of my friends randomly, but Mm -hmm. then I really started going to this one youth group. And like I went probably it might even been seventh grade that I started, but somewhere in that time, and I would go on like these retreat trips um, with the youth group and go to summer camp and stuff. And it was just really interesting because at that time I was having what I now would consider like almost out of body or like, I don't know if that's quite the right word, but just really spiritual experiences where I felt it in my whole being like super overwhelming feelings of just like gratitude, happiness, love, 
you know, really accepting like everyone around me and just feeling that love like tenfold. And I sang in the church, like choir band thing that we had on Sundays. And a lot of those experiences for me were really beautiful. And a lot of the lessons that I learned at church were things that I resonated with. Um, I know you mentioned um, getting baptized. Yes. Yeah. So I got baptized in Spearfish Creek and I decided to do that my junior year, I believe, junior or sophomore year of high school. I, and I chose to get baptized. Um, My parents didn't influence me at all. In fact, they really didn't go to church until I started going to church. Um, And that I think for me at the time was like a super spiritual experience for sure. You know, I, you've swam in Spearfish Creek. It's not the warmest Creek ever. So getting dunked in there, it really did feel like that was my first like spiritual kind of like rebirth of like really just understanding that how important love is, I think. And, um, I went on a mission trip to Haiti while I was a part of that church. That was really amazing and really influential for me as well. Anybody who's been to a third world country or even like, I don't know, Mexico, you see parts of those countries that are like so much, there's even parts in the United States that are really hard to, to see, but it, it just changes your perspective a lot, especially as a young person. Um, I just eventually decided to kind of stop going to church and stop being Christian. That happened around like my junior end of, well, probably around the end of my junior year is when I like started questioning some things about Christianity. And then senior year is when I really was like not interested anymore. And I didn't go to church anymore. And I kind of separated myself from my church. So junior year, um, I started smoking weed and <laughs> rock on kind of changed perspective for me because all my life I've been told like dare don't do drugs blah 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 mm, growing up in spearfish south dakota oh my gosh I'm like okay then I do weed and I'm like wait I didn't die or get pregnant right <laughs> no, I didn't or that you remember that commercial where they're like what happened to her she smokes weed now and she's like <laughs> meshed into the couch and she's like a piece of paper that shit's so funny <laughs> just thinking about all the shit we learned or like in dare I thought people were gonna come up to me and offer me weed it's like bro people do not offer me weed I had to go find that shit so you totally you led like me astray drugs in your kids Halloween candy that shit's expensive bro right like I'm not gonna give away free edibles sorry like sorry Nancy not gonna happen I know but um, how did um that leeway into because started smoking weed started smoking weed so yeah and then back on track here um started smoking weed and then that kind of was like okay well what else like have people been lying about basically like what other things have people lied about and I had my first acid trip the winter senior year that was a super spiritual experience for me. That's a whole story that I would love to tell, but not right now because it's long. Um, we'll, and both, we'll both go into it. We'll have an episode on our first psychedelic experiences. That would be a great. Who were you with? Were you with Tyler? Yes, I was with Tyler. I was with um, a couple of Tyler's friends, Riley, Billy, um, and then Amber and Lucas. Mm, okay. 
So we were all together. Yep. And really, I spent most of my time with Tyler that night, but uh, it was at night. We ended up taking it like, I don't know, one o'clock or 1230 in the morning. We took it super late. We were up all night. And basically that whole night just really solidified. Oh, I just hit my mixer. That whole night just literally really solidified um, me like understanding that all religion is any religion that anyone believes or even like anybody's spirituality is like a person that's trying to cope and explain their environment around them and understand like themselves. Right. right. So like, I don't necessarily think any religion is wrong. I don't necessarily think anybody's beliefs, unless they're like obviously hurting someone else or just being like negative in general, like positivity forever. Right. And also just being a generally good person, but at most like at least main religions that people believe and follow is centered around loving like yourself and loving other people and treating people good. And I think when I realized that I just really didn't like the idea of religion at all anymore because I don't like the separation. I like the idea that we can all understand things in our own way and it doesn't have to be categorizing us or separating us. If you want to identify with a religion, that's completely fine and I have nothing against that. I just don't personally identify with any religion. I like to take pieces from everything that I resonate with. If I resonate with it, then I hold it true, you know? And yeah. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons why I also left Christianity. Uh, (laughs) I left a little bit earlier than you, probably like around eighth grade, but I realized how much anxiety it gave me to feel like I was constantly doing something wrong. Like something that like was not abiding by these certain rules or, you know, um, having a thought or a belief that wasn't in the same like wasn't being accepted by the group at large. And so feeling like, oh, if I'm feeling restricted, I feel like that's not the right way I need to feel. And it gives me more anxiety to stay here than to just like find, like carve my own path kind of. So I I can totally relate to that. And I definitely agree with that. My, Uh, the cousin I was telling you came to my birthday party when I was younger, Molly, she, um, she's a lesbian and I've known that since I was really young like mm-hmm. I remember being probably like 10 or 12 years old and my dad being like hey just so you know like your cousin's gay I just wanted to talk to you about it let you know because I think she had brought one of her girlfriends to our family Christmas and I was like yeah I know that was my answer. I was like yeah I know and then I love her so much she like I said is like one of my people that's in my core memories that has always been there for me and loved me and like lifted me up so when I was also like learning more about Christianity and after I had gotten baptized I just remember my church not being super that's exactly what put me off too like accepting towards that or understanding and I'm like I just don't that's not mm -mm, not no to that and also being uh someone who is different or outside of the norm seems to irritate a lot of people who are Christian and that's frustrating for me too because it's just judgmental and it's not negative it's like it triggers them and I'm now to the point where me triggering someone no longer really bothers me but it's still them putting forth like such 
forceful negative energy towards people that they just don't and honestly like, I said Christian people but it has nothing to do with Christian people right I it tends to lean that way you know, <laughs> but, and I like to believe there are people out there who are Christian who are accepting and I hope there are because I know that the God or the spirit or the creator that I believe in is the same as theirs it's 100%. just they just believe it a different set of rules and way that I don't always resonate with but I yeah. agree to each their own you know I ain't gonna knock it but but yeah after I left Christianity completely um after my senior year sorry I yes. always, I was like notes the notepad is reminding me to speak mm-hmm. um I did really start using other psychedelics to kind of experiment with like mushrooms and acid um and then because you did acid first right I did acid first I had a bout of experimentation with MDMA um, I have never done so I will have to have an episode about it because I have never done it's one of my favorite things I've done it's one of the most tricky relationships that I have with a substance probably well maybe not the most tricky but it's just tricky and it I guess when I used it like frequently it was very tricky and it's not very good for your brain in many ways we can go into that when we talk about it we'll have a whole episode about it because yeah uh, it's I love would love to inform people about like yeah because I feel like a lot of people are so scared about that kind of stuff you can be safe and do whatever you're you're doing in a safe way you just have to have moderation and you have to be educated about what you're doing and make sure you're taking safety precautions testing your substances things with people you trust exactly that's the biggest thing trust we okay wait speaking of that (laughs) getting arrested oh yeah i've been arrested so tell me what happened what did you have that happened to me when i was uh 18 years old it happened a couple of days after my high school graduation my dad was still in town for it that was amazing that he was there because for once in my life I felt like he did something to help me and no I'm just kidding not for once in my life but <laughs> he did really step up in that time to like help calm things down because it was ridiculous and I got um arrested because my house got raided I remember this. I literally remember this happening. I got in trouble. I ended up getting in trouble for possession of marijuana. Which is like, for those who don't know who are listening from other states, that's like getting caught with crack. If you have over two ounces and because the people who were in charge of the investigation decided to lump the entire amount of weed that they found in the house together and then charge each person with that amount instead of charging each person with the amount they had in their actual living space I got charged with two ounces which is a felony luckily I was able to use my suspended imposition in South Dakota did a little bit of time in the good old Lawrence County Jail and then I don't have a record now amen thank god Jesus Christ tough and stuff no just kidding but mm-hmm. it was a very it was really hard to go through that when I did go through that like I joke about it now but I remember was- that being a very pivotal time in your life because I remember oh. I had met with you not too far before that just because of like senior year shenanigans I'm sure oh, we were yeah. smoking together um and then it was when you guys were living kind of near the college right we well we lived 
we lived we did live by the college after we got in trouble for okay. a while we lived with Tyler's mom and then we got an apartment by the college before when we got in trouble we lived um with some roommates like in Mountain right yeah okay I, I, I totally remember. yes I remember that um and then with after that I remember I can't remember where or what it was I think maybe we were remember hanging. hanging out with you yeah I remember after the fact because you were like I got arrested and I was like dude what I I don't know if we were just smoking together or we we oh. were with TJ or something I don't remember um oh, he was a very much. like he was a large reason why why we uh were around each other as much as we were yeah. I think, I think um, but definitely I remember just you before that and you had kind of like these plans for yourself I remember I just remember something that you had planned got kind of disrupted whether it was like going to school or something like something happened where like your plans were no longer your plans it's probably just moving to Colorado I'm sure um that's something me and Tyler wanted I don't know I don't really specifically remember but around that time so after graduation whatever I graduated high school like I was good at school when I was in school blah blah mm-hmm. we ended up living in South Dakota because we had to be there for a certain amount of time to like deal with all that stuff and we had no money because we had to pay a lawyer so we were just working at like Terry Peak I worked at Perkins and like it was cool because I got to snowboard and stuff I still had a good time like right. I don't know Honestly, it's probably kind of good that all that stuff happened to me like at that time in my life because I didn't have a lot of responsibilities. I was pretty resilient still to like, right? I don't know. I feel like for some reason, I feel like the older I get, the less, (laughs) this is probably true, the less I like change. Like Mm. it's harder and harder every time, but I'm trying to fix that. And like, I think a lot of it's just your mindset around stuff. But during that time, yeah, we just worked. and like, uh, let's see, in 2017, I want to say I went to Peru. Yeah, that makes sense. 20, 2017, I went to Peru because I think I moved to Colorado in 2017. I'm pretty sure. I think so, because you guys came back to get married, right? Yeah, we came back in 2019 to get married. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, to have our wedding. I think, yeah, I moved in 2017 to Colorado because I think I've been here for that much time. That makes sense. I'm just like looking at my camera roll right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, 2017. So the beginning of 2017, uh, well, not the beginning, but April of 2017, we went to Peru. And uh, what kind of prompted all that was like, I don't know how it even really all came together, but me and Tyler both started hearing and reading because we were at that time, like, I think both of us were listening to like a lot of different podcasts and um, things of that nature. Terrence McKenna, Alan Watts. um, You gave me that book for, I graduated in 2016 and you gave me I gave you Be Here Now, didn't I? Yes, yes, you did. And that was a very also impactful book for me. Um, so the crazy thing about that book too is my dad is the one who first introduced me to that book when I was so young. And he was like, yeah, this is cool. There's cool art in here. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You're just weird old hippie. And then yeah, you're like, okay, dude. <laughs> that's why as hard as my relationship is with him, sometimes it, I do like understand and realize everything has meaning. But 
Um, yeah, so we started like kind of, I don't know, I think we were reading different and listening to like a combination of all of these people, different things. Um, but I started watching YouTube videos also about this one girl, Ariana Joy, her specific experience with ayahuasca. I don't really know what her stance on it is now, but um, at that time, that was really impactful for me listening to her. And ayahuasca is a, it's DMT, but it has an inhibitor with it that causes the experience to last longer. It's made out of the ayahuasca vine and tracuna root, I want to say. Oh, it's one, one, one right now. Right. And I have, oh my God. And when I texted her, you guys, when I was telling her I was excited, it was 11, 11. And then she got it at 12, 12, her time. So the universe is really working wonders for us today. It's telling <laughs> us new beginnings. You're on the right path. Anything in sequence like that, like one, two or one, two, three, four, that always tells me that like, and I was born at 12, 12. So that's like a very important number to me. Um, yeah. And then one, one, one or one, 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 one is always like just you know, it's the beginning of the number sequence. So it's like new beginnings, um, great things coming. So it's a good sign. Yes. But I've never done ayahuasca. So just hearing about your experience with it briefly, because we talked about it a little bit when I came to visit um, in 2020 during yeah. COVID and we had a good connection on just kind of, because you had told me about it previous to that, but you haven't really, or you didn't, you weren't in the, um, you weren't understanding or you haven't digested at the first time we talked about it, what had really been like, what was going on during that trip? Because I know that it was a lot for you to kind of take in at one time. Um, and then you kind of expanded on it a little more, but briefly touch on your experience with that and what it kind of taught you. So I would love to like go into more detail about this. I think the biggest thing, like, and the thing I could impact the most people that I could share about it is like, you can really do anything that you put your mind to. I was a broke like teenager that wanted to go to Peru to do this experience. And not because it's a drug, but because ugh, I'm literally shaking right now. <laughs> I know I got goosebumps. Not because it's a drug, but because it's so helpful. It's been so impactful for me. And I'm constantly reintegrating the lessons that I learned there. I, I wanna go back actually. I don't know when that's going to happen. I'm just kind of planting that seed to see, but um, it, like, it was really hard. It's, if you look up any experiences or once we talk about my experience, people can understand more what I mean by that, but. Um, you have to be ready to face really work in. There's a right. lot of work before, during, and right. after, so much work after. Right. The, there's like the preparation, the physical preparation. It's literally. Um, all that. Yeah, physical preparation for your body, your mental pre preparation. And then like afterwards, you, I think if you do it right, and if you have the right intention around it, you should understand either doing something like that is going to give you like literal mental health problems if you don't deal with the lessons that you need to integrate, or you have to be ready to face it be on a path of like growth for the rest of your life and be reintegrating lessons for the rest of your life and facing yourself and saying like what is inside me that's holding me back you know what do I need like to you can never that? be you can never look at yourself the same no, in a sense of like there's a lot of room for improvement you'll never understand the world the same or like your connection to other people 
and doing DMT and ayahuasca has been just so influential to me around that. Like it is so crazy to, it's like, there's a whole, it's so crazy to me that some people don't know, like believe I'm like talking with my hands so much believe that there is this external world that you can't see that exists that like influences you the energies just because scientists can't measure our like energetic chakra fields how they transfer to other people things like that doesn't mean they don't exist right it's like not everything can be so logical yeah all the spiritual like hoorah stuff that people is like oh that's just witchcraft or whatever exactly I don't know about that right it's like maybe it is but maybe doesn't mean it's not real no right I know okay that's all right like leave all the magic to me then see ya but yeah so doing doing my I think ayahuasca really just jump-started like my spiritual journey for sure really understanding that you're reintegrating lessons all the time is the biggest thing though. And it doesn't just have to do with me doing ayahuasca. It's literally me reintegrating lessons constantly from all like aspects of my life. And yeah, it was super influential. I would love to talk about it more. (laughs) Yeah. We'll have a whole episode on like multiple things that we were touching on. I know we can make some notes afterwards. Other than all of that. Um, I know that, there's more to you than spirituality. So what do you feel like you're constantly or not constantly currently kind of working on within yourself? Um, Tell us just a little bit about your life outside of that. I know that you travel a lot. Um, Just what you're working on internally, externally. Uh, She does have a business, you guys. So it's Cosmic Connections with a K. Yes. Right. Both Both have Ks, right? Ks. And like my Instagram, I think is Cosmic Connections Art, but my Etsy is up to, there's only one listing right now. I was just uh, with my niece and nephews for the past 10-ish days or so. So I've been on pause for a minute, but I'm about to upload some things on there. So tap in with her. But other than that, give us the spiel. What are you kind of working on within yourself, without yourself? Um, And then kind of just about you, just about your life and what you enjoy doing and just kind of tap in with us so right now main things that i'm working on is running my business i want to go back to school for graphic design um last year in the fall or like summer end of summer i joined a group called the radiate positivity project it's a project of about 18 ish people maybe 20 people now uh, from all over the U.S. We pass out stickers at festivals and events. I really love going to festivals, listening to music um, of all different sorts. The headbanger, but- y'all. She- <laughs> I love simple. all music. All music <laughs> is so awesome. I like, I do like like some EDM headbanging stuff, but like an artist that recently I've listened to, I, do you know Tame Paula? Yes, love. Oh, so groovy. So groovy. So groovy. I know. So Mine so- is my all-time favorite is always gonna be Janae Aiko. Yes. Very fitting for my just my yes. In um, my own world. <laughs> yeah. But continue. Um, so yeah, music festivals and uh stuff like that. We pass out stickers. I started being a graphic designer for their team and I do posts on their social media page. 
Um, that's been really awesome. And then kind of like has inspired me to go to school for graphic design because I just really enjoy it. Um, I was already kind of considering it and like taking classes last semester. This semester I didn't take classes because um, I just need a break, but I took some classes last semester. I'm going to go back to school in the fall, probably just looking for a program right now that's going to be good for me. Um, it's hard because I travel a lot. Like <laughs> you were yes, saying, I travel. So. travels all the time. Yeah, we travel all over. We travel in the U.S. We travel outside of the country i'm trying to also maybe start doing a blog about our traveling a little bit no, we'll she see. will start doing a blog and i'm going to force <laughs> her to so expect it in the future travel we're, blog we're we're working on it so i have a lot of content i take a lot of photos i should really just get a nicer camera um yeah, but yeah i i need to post some of that stuff traveling has had a huge impact on me because it just has really opened my eyes to other cultures and like, I don't know. I think it's really important. I think if you want to do it, you can do it. It's expensive right. sometimes, but it doesn't have to be. I think that the really important, us growing up where we grew up, I think traveling and going other places, even if for a short period of time, um, cause you know, I've bounced around. I, no one knows where I live at any point in time. <laughs> like by the time someone figures out where I'm at, I'm somewhere else. <laughs> so, um, and you're the same with traveling, just like never knowing where you're going to be, um, oh, doing stuff. That's like part of the reason I want to do the graphic design thing. Cause I need to have a job that is moldable to like my lifestyle, which is not being in one spot. <laughs> right. Yes. And I think us being from Spearfish, it's so important for us to, go to those places and see those types of people because it is so sheltered there. And there's only one, there's two types of people, people like me and you, which is like maybe 10 of us at any given time. <laughs> and then the rest of the group at large given it is better now, but when we were growing up, it was very, very different. Very, 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 uh, polar, very one way or the other. Yeah, definitely. So it's traveling has definitely for you been a great experience, I think, in expanding just your viewpoint, like your worldview. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think it's also more recently, me and Tyler are going to Germany uh, mm -hmm. this fall. So I'm excited for that. And it'll be cool because we're both German. So it's kind of connecting back to your roots a bit. Right. That'll be really interesting, too. Just because yeah. you, you guys haven't been to Germany. No, we went to Europe, but we went to France, uh, Belgium, and the Netherlands, Amsterdam, and to Rome in, in uh, Italy. Yeah, because I remember you guys went, because that was your honeymoon, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so and anything then, else that you're working on within yourself or that you learned from traveling, anything like that? I think, honestly, the biggest like thing that has impacted me is my uh not battle but my ongoing work with my mental health um I never really was like a depressed or anxious child but in my adulthood I have had depression and anxiety and a lot of struggle with my mindset and like limiting self-belief and I think that it really, really makes an impact how you think about yourself, what you say. And it's really hard sometimes because you just don't know what you need to do to 
get yourself like out of that funk. But over the past, I guess, two years about almost really since TJ passed away, that was a really pivotal point for me. Um, I've been doing a lot of work and it's all starting to like make sense in my head why things happened the way they happened and like things feel like they're coming to fruition which is really cool um it's taken a lot of work but and I it's crazy because we had a lot of support (laughs) yes and we um briefly tapped in together I want to say like March 2020 which uh for those who know TJ he passed in October 2020 And so to me, it was almost like such a blessing that we were able to tune in with each other before that time came, because I feel like we have always been connected through him. But the fact that we spent that week together just in Colorado with you, staying with you, um, it like really made us realize like we have hung out like we hung out like maybe three, four times prior to that and maybe like twice one on one you know, and like a handful of times we had only seen each other. And then we just felt so comfortable. Like, y'all, she felt comfortable enough to let me stay in her house for a week. Mm-hmm. And like, we had, you know, like, this is just us roughing it from Chicago. And it was like a beautiful time for us to connect. And it didn't feel like, like, it didn't feel like I was staying with someone I didn't know that well. Yeah. And so I was really happy that we were able to connect in that way before October rolled around. And that happened because, I felt like we really were able to kind of like support each other from a distance. I think everyone kind of like came together and came apart during that time, just trying to process like grieve through it. Uh, But I do feel like it is uh, TJ brought together a lot of people in a lot of beautiful ways and through his passing as well. I feel like he brought together, he brought together me with you even more and me with my, my friend Brittany even more. And I feel like a lot of us just like reconnected and like held together because of our connection with him or through him rather yeah I agree with you 100% TJ was super influential for me after TJ passed I started taking medication to treat my depression and anxiety which really helped me um like jumpstart going to the gym tracking what I was eating um really working on my mindset and uh I can't remember who said this but someone at his uh celebration of life said that TJ always left you feeling better about yourself than you like after you hung out with him than you did before you were around him you know he just always impacted people positively in that way and like hyped you up about yourself and like was fun to be around and I think I've really been trying to like embody that but I've also been realizing that you really can't do that if you are not good with yourself it starts with you taking care of yourself and your mindset so those are the main things I suppose that I'm working on Uh, we're yeah traveling more um continuing to work on mindset and growing my my business and creating my life in a way that works for me and that I can experience things in the way that I want to and I think I also I'm just realizing like there's a lot that I can share that people can relate to and even if you don't and you want to listen anyways cool but I think it'll be awesome to like have this platform to just converse about things that actually matter 
and at least to me right like it was subjective but I feel like we also have very like when you and I are around people and we have a conversation because even when like Trey was with us it would be very like he's very they're just listening to us because we just bounce off each other very well Mm -hmm. um and we just are able to I don't know. It's so weird. We have such this weird connection that I've never been able to explain, but it's, it's so weird. You guys, like, I, I, like, I literally don't have words for it. Mm, There's something else about this. That's really interesting. So I think I've told you this, but my good friend, Simone is Mm -hmm. your doppelganger. Yes. I remember this. And I met Simone when I was in Peru doing ayahuasca. So Simone was at the airport that we were at and the flight was like delayed and they were speaking in Spanish, like really fast. So it was like hard to kind of like figure out what was going on. I saw her, she was kind of like looking around and stuff. Tyler saw her and I was like, I bet we're like going to the same place. I bet she's going to do ayahuasca. And I like asked her and she was like, yeah, I'm going to do ayahuasca. And I was like, oh, are you going to dream glade? And she was like, yes, I'm going to dream glade. That's the center we were at. And it was just really interesting. She's like near and dear to my heart. I have not spoken to her in a little while. She has a baby she's very busy and she lives in Vancouver, uh, Canada. So I can't like, it's hard for me to go see her and stuff. I am, I've been intending to, but with COVID and stuff, it's just like, you can't get into Canada. They're, they're strict. Um, but anyways, regardless, she's a lot like you. She was there for me during a time when I was super vulnerable and it felt like she was literally like of the same spirit as you, like, cut from the same exact cloth I got goosebumps when you said that so maybe she's like my my little she has a twin which is really interesting which is it is very interesting because every time like there's more people that tell me like they've never seen someone that looks like me before just like I just had interesting features you know and so when you told me that and you showed me her picture I was like dude that's actually fucking crazy because it's like I don't have a celebrity doppelganger like a lot of people are like oh I kind of look like this person you know and I'm like similar with you though I feel like you don't like I don't know anyone that looks like you either I have no idea what I look like (laughs) you look like Noelle that's all that matters but yeah I remember you telling me that and it's just crazy that it was it wasn't just like a you're at a random place so it's like you were in a very impactful to be there. right exactly was intending to be in that place it was like maybe the universe like needed me to be there with you but just had to send like her instead I don't know (laughs) like here here's the other version of her just as good just different (laughs) yeah same person different font (laughs) that's funny no that's great it's really yeah it's really interesting our relationship I agree it's crazy how we have been connected and I do feel very comfortable. I also feel like sometimes I'll be texting you something and you're like, yeah, I know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, what? You're like, okay. I had a feeling you were feeling this way. And I'm like, of course. Yep. And then like all the readings and stuff that we do, you, yours are very accurate as well. She pulled a card before we started and um, she'll have, you explain it because I don't, you know. The card I pulled is, um it's this oracle deck is like earth warriors so it's all different like I don't know deities from like uh mostly indigenous cultures that are in this oracle card but the card is Aloha Kekua which is a song that uh Nako and Medicine for the People sing that is 
just was really impactful for me at a time when I was like first experimenting with psychedelics. Um, but the card says, Aloha Keakua, the divine is love, the supreme being from which all life emanates manifests a blessing for you. So this is a blessing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I think that, I don't know, it's also interesting because the card, I don't know if you're going to put a video up, but I'll just show it. Yeah, okay. I'll put the video up. There's like a sun and a moon, which I feel like for me represents yin and yang, which has been super like uh, influential concept in my life this past year, because I think everything has to have balance like light, dark, all of it's important. All the lessons I'm grateful for, thankful for. And like, I'm constantly reminding myself to like, try to stay in that balance. And then I have the, the butterfly in the middle there at the top. And that's uh, the same logo that I chose for my art business. So it's just really cool that I pulled this card. There's also like a third eye in the middle of the person's head. <laughs> it's very the artwork on those cards are beautiful i yeah, i remember i used them when i was there uh, if anybody's interested this is the deck it's called earth warriors oracle earth warriors oracle alana fairchild i don't know it's oh her a- artwork is always really really awesome yeah, there's she has some other decks that are really cool too and the the explanations oh they're her- so long they're like pages long right so. and they're they're so accurate too they're yeah, very I- they're very interesting it's really cool because I think like, I don't know, with Oracle cards, like usually you're getting positive feedback, which is nice for people if they're like, a, don't want to do tarot or it's hard to read. Right. Yeah. Tarot is very fucking like, here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard. I think it's hard sometimes to do it on yourself. It can be intimidating to do it on yourself. It's easier, I think, sometimes for other people to interpret or interpret, interpret, interpret. <laughs> interpret um interpret. <laughs> when you say a word and it sounds like you're saying it wrong or even you write it too much and then it starts to look wrong okay yeah anyways um same way it's easier yeah but oracle cards are really cool because i don't know especially this deck i feel like the explanations i can just like really connect them to different parts of my life easily and i don't get the same card a lot which is cool i yeah. don't know you have any last words? Any last words? Any last words? (laughs) 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 Or what is it? The Voldemort when he's like, the boy who lives has come to die. I thought I cut that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I keep seeing videos of people doing that shit and it's stuck in my head 24-7. But anyways, anything else you want to say to end? I just hung out with kids for nine days and decided to cut my bangs. This morning. <laughs> hey, they look good though. I, I was like, I was like, uh, my last <laughs> are just like, I'm excited to be here. Great day positivity. And yeah, be kind to yourself. We're going to talk more. Let, let, let us know if there's nice. something that I talked about that you're interested in hearing more about or yes. let us know if you hate my voice or anything like that you know yeah shut the fuck up actually what's your um what's your instagram username so that people oh, who are instagram. listening to my art instagram is cosmic connections art and my regular instagram is wildflower w-l-d-f-l-w-r noella n-o-e-l-a and yeah, no. There, we do have a new page for the podcast. 
that's just modestly metaphysical. No anything, just modestly metaphysical. And then my new username is mind.body.kara. And so those are, that's us. And we're in this bitch now together. We're in this bitch now. (laughs) So I hope you guys like our voices together because here we go. Yeah, here we go. We're going to keep going even if you guys don't like it. So we're going to talk about stuff. Yeah, we're going to get deep into it. So we're we're raw dog in life here so <laughs> oh my gosh i love you all right i love you i love you all listening thank yeah, you thank you for and listening to us yes thank you all so right much. goodbye and adios